Whoa, what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Brucey with Juicy. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out with me. My name is Andrew Tyree. We were down last week. I was a little injured, but I am back. I am healed up and I thank you guys for, uh, for hanging out. Uh, I really appreciate it. We have a great show for you today. Uh, so let's get the show started. Kanye West held his first presidential campaign rally recently where he slandered the good name of Harriet Tubman. <gasps> Wait, oh. he was serious about the whole presidential thing? Fuck. Okay, musician Logic announced his retirement with his final album. Okay. Does anybody know who Logic is? Is that a real name? Is that somebody's name? I don't know. You, I don't know this guy. Okay. Um, in suicidal news, Mike Tyson is back. He recently announced a fight with Roy Jones Jr. that Roy Jones agreed to. Uh, Roy Jones Jr.'s wife released a statement saying, hey, it's all good as long as the life insurance is paid up. <laughs> At least she knows. Dave Franco will play Vanilla Ice in an upcoming biopic on the rapper's life. We must be really short on, on news this week. We're scraping the bottom of the barrel, people. Um, and finally, Elon Musk wants to cut your head open, implant earbuds, and stream music right into your brain. Uh, three things here. One, I'm not surprised. Two, I totally blame Black Mirror. And three, can we first focus on getting YouTube to stream when the app is closed? That's it. That's all I need. Stay tuned, guys. we got a really great show for you today. We're going to cover all the stuff we missed while we were gone, and we're going to start on our gun series. It's going to be very informative, very fun, very educational. Don't go anywhere. Today's episode of Brewski Radrewski is brought to you by the Hella Cocktail Company. At this point in the quarantine, you've probably become a teacher, a chef, a housekeeper, a personal trainer, and so much more. But when it's time to unwind, the Hella Cocktail Company can turn you into a great bartender too. Hella features premium bitters and sodas and cocktail mixes. My favorite is the Drewski Old Fashioned. It's my favorite drink, and with the Drewski Old Fashioned Cocktail Kit, it's super easy to make. For a limited time, you can get 15% off this kit by going to the link below. Hello Bitters and Sodas are now available at Whole Foods, Total Wines, and other select stores. Hella Cocktail Company, rooted in discovery, crafted with integrity. This episode is also brought to you by the Clingscale Group. For all your buying, selling, and leasing real estate needs in SoCal, it's the Clingscale Group. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Brewski with Drewski. I am your host, Andrew Tyree, uh, and this officially is, I guess, episode one of season two. Uh, I'm gonna call it season two because we took a little hiatus. As always, we have producer Kamari. How you doing, Kamari? Hey, I'm doing great. I'm doing great today. Yeah, we took a little hiatus, um, and we're back. Back. We're back. I I I was out of commission last week. Um, <laughs> I I was not gonna tell y'all exactly why I was out of commission, but I'm going to tell you um, because it's a serious problem. <laughs> Somehow, when I was out of town, I was, I was working on a show called Beyond the Block. You guys will see that show here in, in the coming weeks. Um, I was eating, and I was talking, as, I've, as I'm known to do, do a lot of talking, and I bit my tongue. And I'm not talking about like a regular, like, oh, like I bit my tongue. Like I bit a plug, like a hole 
in my tongue. And for a few days, it was kind of fine. It was like, it was it, not fine. It was like bloody and, and gross, but I was able to finish what I was doing. And I think as it started healing, it was just the most excruciating pain I've ever felt uh, in my in my mouth. And I could not, I could not do the show. Uh, it was just awful. Yeah, have you ever bit your tongue that bad? I've bit it, but I have never bit it with such severity as you. Like, I, I didn't even understand the message. You were like, I can't film. And I went, what the fuck happened? Yeah, it, it doesn't sound like a real thing until you see the pictures. Nobody wanted to see the pictures. Uh, I, I kept, I kept taking pictures every day. Um, there were pictures, and you didn't send me not one. Well, I didn't know, I didn't know you wanted to see them. I still got them. I will show the pictures. It's, it's, it's gross. Um, cut to the pics. Yeah, yeah. Cut to the pics. It's disgusting. Sorry, guys. I have to use some studio whiskey today because I, um, I ran out of my, uh, my kitchen whiskey. So we are busting out the, uh, the Knob Creek. Uh, twice barreled rye, um, you know, get the pop. Woo, we gonna go with the um, the hella bitters, uh, you know, aromatic bitters and orange bitters. Boom. So how you been? You you had a week off. What what did you do on your week off? Oh my goodness. Um, on my week off, you know, actually, most of my time was spent preparing for my birthday because that's this week. Happy birthday, producer Kamal! So, what I would like to do is, I'd like to catch up on all the stuff we missed um, last week. Let's do like a rapid fire. Uh, let's run through the topics for the last couple weeks, and uh, let's get it. So, Nick Cannon versus Viacom. What are mm. your thoughts? Mmm. Okay. Okay. Nick Cannon versus Viacom, 60 seconds on the clock. I think Nick Cannon said the things that uh, are true. I think he said the things that uh, your favorite um, people believe in, you know, your Jay-Z's and everybody else, they, 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 they believe those things are true. They're probably not gonna say it out loud, but they believe them. And I think he apologized um, to save himself. Which is okay. I don't, I'm not mad at the apology. He was like, I'm not going to apologize. Then he apologized. He saved his job at Fox. Um, what he said is already out there and the conversation is already happening. There's no need to die on that sword. Um, you know what I mean? You said what you said. I'm with it. Bet. Okay, my thoughts exactly. I was really pumped. A lot of people don't know about Nick Cannon, but we need to protect that man. So... <laughs> Nick Cannon finds a way to get the truth out, employ black people. He set up your favorite comedians' careers. Um, I got no slander for Nick Cannon. Not one. All right, next. Meg the yes. Stallion got shot. Meg the Stallion got shot. Um, yes, she, yes, she did get shot. And I'm more interested in what you think about this because I'm going to tell you what I heard. And then you tell me how you feel about this. First, it came out that she like cut her foot on some glass or whatever. Then it came out that she actually got shot. Um, I heard that her and Tory Lanez were dating. They're together or were together. 
they went to this party at at um, Kylie Jenner's house, I believe it was. Yeah, on the way home, or at the party, and then on the way home, they were arguing. And Megan Thee Stallion, she's what? She's like 5'10", 5'11". She is a stallion. Stallion. <laughs> and they got to fight, and Tory Lanez is about 5'3", so he's probably like 5'2 and a half, and she got to whooping his ass. <laughs> this is what I heard. And then he couldn't take that ass whooping, and he pulled his pistol out and it misfired, and he shot her. Mm. How do you feel about that? If 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 allegedly, if this is true, because we don't know if this is true, so maybe it didn't happen this way. But if that's true, how do you feel? If that's true, then I don't respect nobody that pulls a gun out on on any woman, especially not a woman that they're dating. Or involved with because if her sheer physique has emasculated you in some way then you need to stop dating the bitch like we can't be together <laughs> right if 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 when you puff your chest up i get scared we probably shouldn't be together right because she got all the power now if you feel like you got to reach for the gun then that's that's not the right dynamic that's not the perfect. next time y'all have an argument she gonna go like this I smacked the shit out of you, <laughs> and, that's, and, and that's a wrap. I mean, because the fact is, she could carry a much bigger gun if she had to. She she could she carry much, and if she ever catch you without the pistol, and she get to one that's one it. two piece in your ass, that's a wrap. So 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 Tory Lanez is 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 not that smart for carrying his gun around. We actually gonna talk about some gun safety a little later. Um, he probably shouldn't date a woman that he's afraid of, or that could whoop his ass, and. Um, yeah, if you're 5'3 and you got a receding hairline, maybe hip-hop ain't the place for you. He said what he said. I said what I said. <laughs> All right, freedom over everything, baby. Let's go. What's, what's next? Right. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm going to save the best for last. So we, we're going we're gonna to talk about this. The, the head of the CDC, I believe mm. it was, yeah. he was banned from a meeting yeah. in the nation's capital to discuss yeah. school reopenings. And yeah. I just find that interesting considering we're supposed to listen to this guy regarding coronavirus and such. I mean, at this point, I don't know what the hell to do. You know what I mean? Like, at this point, I don't know. Um, I saw a tweet the other day that said uh, there was a guy who went to get uh, corona, the tested for corona. The wait was too long. And he went home and then he got a note saying he was positive. For coronavirus but he didn't get tested he didn't get tested so i don't really know i don't really know what to do i know you should be wearing your mask um you should be staying safe but what the government is doing um behind the scenes is malicious and should uh be raising up some red flags in your mind but this is nothing new the government has always done shady shit it's just now because of social media and the world we live in it's on a much larger scale but um yeah the fact that the the people who are they put together the coronavirus task force and it wasn't a scientist wasn't a doctor wasn't a healthcare professional wasn't a nurse on on the shit it was a bunch of uh, funny looking white people who don't know nothing about that i'm really tired of listening to white people just because they're white and just because they have like the funds you should do what I do. Don't listen to them. I don't listen to them, motherfuckers. <laughs> like, unless you, you got to show me some credentials, man. I need to see some credentials. 
I need to see some scientific evidence um, because you telling me stuff and me just believing it, man, that's how I got on this ship in the first place. Right? I'm not getting on no more ships. I'm not getting on no more boats. I'm not taking no more random vaccines because y'all tried to give me syphilis a couple years ago. You remember the Tuskegee experiment? Go ahead and look that up. Um, I'm not I'm not doing none of that. So when you openly are telling scientists, yo, we don't want to hear what you're talking about in this in this uh, day and age, you've said all I needed to hear. Yep. And the and actually just to shed some light on um, in Africa, they were they were doing a vaccine and people all of a sudden were contracting the virus and they were like you're you're putting us at risk because you're exposing us to the virus intentionally and there was a whole like rally it was a whole protest about it yeah there's zero chance that you can test a vaccine without giving the population the the virus and they they want to do it in africa they said they want to do it in houston like all these all these black places like this is not new y'all got the same old tricks but we on to you and we not fucking with you. They so. better take that shit to Wyoming. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Test it. Yeah, test it. Test it in Utah. Let me know how it goes. Take it to Sweden or Switzerland, and then come back report to me, and I'll figure it out. All right. So, the best the best element of last week. Mm. I know you heard the phrase. Okay. The new me. phrase of twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Entanglement. Ooh, entangled. Is we entangled in this piece? Is we entangled out here? Damn, I ain't even got my wedding ring on right now. I'm a, oh shit. Oh, I'm entangled out here. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm entangled. Oh man. Listen, I tell you what. Uh, Jada put some ooh wee on that boy. Jada put some ooh wee on that boy. I don't know what she put on him, but. The way he was gripping her, the way he was gripping her on the red carpet, you know that little space right here, like right above the ass cheek, but below the ribs, the way he had the, the man hand on it, she had put some things on him. Because that's how you hold something you don't want to let go. That's how, you, that's how you grip a woman you're not trying to lose. Uh, you know what I'm saying? When I, when I have a serious conversation with my wife, that's how I grab her. I get two hands right there, and you, you, you don't let her go. Um, yeah, and listen, if Will and Jada, if they decided that's what they want to do with their marriage, um, cool, who am I to say right or wrong, but I will say that for men and women, these side pieces need to know how to be side pieces. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, they certainly can't drop a, a song about it. You can't drop the song, and I ain't listened to the song yet, but I'm sure it's a bop. Is it? Is it not a bop? I, I mean, I didn't listen to it, but the reviews I've gotten are that it's disrespectful to Will, and I'm just upset about that. If the man, if the man said, if the man said, like Will's got enough power and prestige to probably get you killed and dumped in a in a desert somewhere, right? So if he said, "I'm gonna let you go ahead and have this little time with Jada," uh, just be respectful, and you then choose not to be respectful. Anything that he does to you after this is just is just par for the course. You got it coming. It's on you. It is on you. But I it's think Will was hurt though. He looked hurt. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, and here's where, and here I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm about to give you some some goodness. Most people would be okay with that sort of thing 
as long as there was not the element of embarrassment. Mm-hmm. So while Will's doing his thing, Jada's doing her thing, because they had spoken on it before, and they're okay, that's how, that's how they get down. It wasn't until they had to go on the damn red table talk, and and she had to sit there and look at Jada and have her be like, yeah, like, I was smashing the young boy, and then he's, you know, he knows, he knows, he knows what he hears is like the internet and like all that stuff. This is not the first time Jada stepped outside of the marriage. It's not the first time Will stepped outside of the marriage. This is the first time it's been so public. And it's the embarrassment that had him hurt. It's not little August Alcina. It's, it's definitely the fact that we all knew. And, and I think if you pair that with her confidence uh, about the whole thing it felt so arrogant and dismissive to me yeah well she was going off of their agreement Mm -hmm. in my in my mind i don't know will or jada um but here's i feel like that confidence only comes from we've been here before we know what it is we know what the rules are i was within the guidelines of the rules and here's what it wasn't it's not like she got caught and she was like ah like i'm so sorry this happened she was like we said entanglements was cool <laughs> last time we talked we said entanglements was cool i had an entanglement <laughs> soundbite like takes me out like yes entanglement 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 with august entanglement with august entanglement with august entanglement 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 with august yeah we had we had it you said it you said i could be entangled will and will was like yeah but i didn't say all of this i didn't say like the, the man the boy could fall in love and and move into the house and i don't even know what the whole thing was but you know what i mean so so that kind of confidence that jada had only comes from you can't be mad we already talked about this and will was like you right but damn okay so will probably finna go i don't know will finna go uh whoo that's what they said. That's what I, I we didn't boot a minute out the park. But that's that's what they said on the red table talk. He said, I'ma have to get you back for this. And she said, she said, Oh, she's like, I think I'm sure you have. He's like, No, no. And like Cause he's cause Will I I'm sure Will been trying to like keep it low, keep it easy, but now Will finna Will finna have him a little a little a little piece right here. He finna be in these streets. He already have an Instagram entanglement. Right, right, right. He finna, yeah, cause it, cause pictures of them on the red carpet then popped up. He finna have him a little Selma Hayek looking like a mm. little. He finna have him a little bitty. Something. Yeah. Anyway, good for them. Okay. Cheers to that. Yeah. What was it? Bad marriage for life. Yeah, bad marriage for life. Well, they said like no matter what happens, we're gonna be together and and. I guess that means that includes entanglements. Oh, man, did you almost throw up? (laughs) Wait, so, okay, you know what? So, let me ask you, do you believe that you could, at 30 or, you know, 27 or whatever, get married and go through your entire marriage entanglement-free? You and your husband. You think that, that could happen? 
or do you feel like you'll have to like at some point in time get over a thing i am never gonna just speak pain into my life and i feel like that would be hurtful for me so okay i i feel like um you know, maybe I'm a hopeless romantic. I think that I'm enough. It's a lot of colors to me as a person. Um, right. And then every every few months or even every few years, you reinvent yourself as new things to learn. So I just, I believe that I would connect and be good with it. Let me ask you this question. How long do you think marriage in its current form has been the norm? Like the monogamous one person for 60, 70 years has been the way people get married. I'm, I'm pretty sure that that's like a newer thing. Like, I don't think that ancient cultures or civilizations were big on that because, I mean, so where do, in Africa, where do you think, wasn't doing that. <laughs> and so where do you think that, that came from, that idea? You know, I tend to think that anything that implies a level of insecurity comes mm-hmm. from white people. <laughs> right. Right. Because I, cause I'm going to tell you this, and then we're going we to leave it right here. You cannot find me a culture where if you go back far enough, you don't see marriage in a different form. Like marriage started off being a completely different thing where people were marrying for prestige, for land, for money, for titles, to stop wars, this whole thing, where women had multiple husbands. You can look at uh, Cleopatra, you can look at Nefertiti, you can look at all the queens of, of, of Egypt and in Africa. Kings, men, had multiple wives. It wasn't until maybe 120 years ago when Christianity was like, oh, like, like really on the, you know what I mean? Like, I'm talking about like after the, the conquest and the crusades and all those things, when, when monarchs were falling and they were like, oh, you know what, like, monogamy like that's a thing and and so you you have to always real like look at the way people were in their natural form before shit started changing to really realize that's why when people are like world peace won't ever be world peace because there's never been a time where people were not killing each other for never you can go back to caveman days, and he was like, oh, you got, um, uh, you know, rhinoceros or whatever. I, w- I need that, <laughs> and I'm going to come get it. It's always been that, so it'll always be that. Um, and I think this uh, has some of that in it, too. So okay. just something to keep in mind. We're going to see. We're going to see. We're going to see. And, and if you talk to old people, if you talk to really old married people who have been together 60, 70, 80 years, you have an honest conversation with them. They will tell you, like, yeah, like, we still together, but 1972 to 77, like, I wanted to kill this motherfucker every day. And it's because he did this, this, and this, and I got, I, we had to get over it and move past it. But it wasn't just like, oh, it's been smooth sailing the entire time. Like, those stories don't exist. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't believe in ownership of of another person, so perhaps I'll evolve. I don't know. (laughs) We'll see. Invite me to your wedding. Um, okay. All right. You only get 30 seconds to talk about what just happened. <laughs> what just happened? So Kanye's public meltdown. Oh, Jeff Bezos had a $13 billion day. All right. I don't. Okay. Jeff Bezos. I don't really believe that you can be a billionaire in this day and age without um, manipulating 
people. Like, it's just, is it natural? So the fact that Jeff Bezos is thriving when the world is suffering is par for the course. He's a tyrant and, you know, fuck that guy. But I do want my Amazon packages within 24 hours, so I do need that shit. Um, <laughs> and Kanye, Kanye, um, he needs he needs help, man. Somebody, I'm glad that people are going to visit him. Please don't vote for this fool. The man said uh, Harriet Tubman. Well, I don't even want to say it. It won't be no Harriet slander uh, around these parts. Um, Kanye can get smacked in the mouth for that. And I'm mad nobody has smacked him in the mouth yet. So please don't vote for this man. He's a, he's a coon and a fool. He's trying to split up uh, the Democratic vote. And if you vote for him, half of y'all and half of y'all vote for Biden. And everybody on the right votes for Trump. We're going to have Trump another four years. And we all know that cannot happen. So. Okay. And then in closing, it's the 59th day of Breonna Taylor protests going on in Louisville. They got the black militia. They got a hunger strike. A lot going on. Love all that. Arrest the cops who killed uh, Breonna Taylor and arrest all the other cops who are still killing uh, people across this country and across the world, but we're focused right now on this country. Um, arrest all them fools. I'm so happy to see the black militia out there. I wish I could have made it to, to Kentucky with my little piece, you know what I mean? But um, I like the fact that we're showing up. I like the fact that these protests look like protests and not like parades. Um, you know, that's what I'm talking about. I saw a young sister speaking out there in Kentucky, and she had like four dudes, you know, with the security around her, like, you're not touching the queen. Like, I love it. That's that's the way we need to move. Um, it's a beautiful thing. So shout out to NFAC, um, Black Lives Matter, and all the other factions that were out there uh, supporting uh, the cause. So when we come back, I want to start um, a bit of a series on self protection. It's going to be really interesting. I think you guys are going to check it out. We'll be right back. Okay, welcome back everybody. As you know, recently I have gotten very, very deep into uh, the self-protection game, uh, arming yourselves, especially if you are black or brown, especially if you are a woman. I think you should be armed, but you should do it uh, smartly and intelligently. So what we here at Brewski with Drewski decided to do is to start uh, teaching in somewhat of a limited capacity and um, just telling you the stuff that I'm learning and the stuff that I'm buying, talking about it, reviewing it, and answering any questions that you guys might have. So if you have any questions about the stuff that we're talking about, please uh, drop a question here um, below or DM me and uh, we'll be happy to go over it. So when we are talking about firearms and gun safety, I personally think that, um, you know, gun control is racist. I think you only see massive amounts of gun control in very hop- in very populated urban areas with a lot of black and brown people. And so I think you should, first thing you should do is figure out what the laws uh, where you are, are, what they are. Um, figure out how you can carry, if you can carry, and then proceed accordingly. Second thing you should do is figure out where and how you can get licensed to own a firearm. We want to do everything legal and above board. We don't want to be out here with no dirty pieces, okay? With no dirty sticks, as they say. Um, We're not trying to have any more brothers and sisters end up in jail unnecessarily. So go down to your local sporting store or local gun store, call them up, make an appointment, 
and go down there and take your test. Um, there's a website if you're here in California where they have a lot of practice quizzes. Um, those are the quizzes I took before I went and took my test. I passed the first time. And you want to do that, go get licensed. And you want to pick up your first firearm. Um, there are different schools of thought on whether or not you should be going to the range in the meantime and practicing. Um, practice is very, very important. You want to become proficient in what you're doing, but you also want to um, have some instruction because when you go to the range by yourself, you don't always, there's not always somebody there to walk you through how to be safe with a gun. So there are four main safety rules when you own a firearm. Um, I'm going to pull mine out to show you guys. That's what she said. <laughs> Boop. All right, this, you okay? <laughs> yeah. This this is a Glock 19. It is my very first uh, firearm that I purchased. Um, it's a Gen 3 Glock 19. So uh, here in California, we have what's called a, um, um, a gun registry. Um, and there are certain guns that are not allowed on the California firearm registry. So certain guns you cannot buy here. So this is the newest Glock you can get. I like the Glock um, for a first gun. I like the 19. Um, and so some of the safety rules that you wanna always, always, always abide by when you're handling a firearm. First one, you wanna make sure your gun is always unloaded and you wanna treat all of them as if they're loaded. So when you pick up a gun, it is your responsibility to make sure it's unloaded and you do that in two ways. One, you eject the magazine. So you take the magazine out and you do that with this little eject button here, this little magazine eject button right there. And two, you wanna slide the rack, uh, rack the slide back and make sure that it's empty on the inside. So you look in there and you make sure that you don't see any, anything gleaming, no brass, no gold, no, 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 nothing shiny. So now you know that is an empty firearm. So you wanna treat every single gun as if it's loaded, right? That's step one. Step two, you never, ever put your finger on the trigger unless you are ready to fire. And this is this is not natural because when we pick up toy guns and stuff like that, I brought a toy <laughs> I brought a toy gun so I can demonstrate. When we pick up toy guns, yeah, when you pick up toy guns, you always put your finger on the trigger, you're always like pow 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 pow. You never want to do this with a real gun. You always want to keep your finger up here high on the slide so that your not, finger is not even on the trigger guard. You don't want your finger covering the trigger at all because if you slip, if you fall, if you trip, if you sneeze, anything, your finger's gonna go right on that trigger. And that is not what you need. So keep it up high, that's number two. Number three, you never wanna point your muzzle at anything that you're not willing to destroy. This is your muzzle up here. This is where the bullet comes out, right there. Imagine that this is a lightsaber and it's long and anything that you sweep this thing across you're going to cut so you want to always keep this pointed in a safe direction and the safe direction it differs uh from place to place if you're at the range it's usually down range um you know if you're home and you know nobody's above you it might be up but if you have upstairs neighbors it's not up that's not the safe position you always want to make sure uh it's in a safe position i don't have any upstairs neighbors so up is safe for me and fourth and finally, you always want to know what's beyond your target. 
So if you're shooting, if you're shooting at a range, if you're shooting in a home defense situation, God forbid you have to defend yourself at home, you don't wanna shoot and not know what's behind that wall because most bullets um, will go through a wall and it will go through a person. So if you're shooting somebody, especially at close range in like three feet or less, you wanna know and be conscious of what's behind that wall. So if you're saying, hey, this is a safe direction, but I know my grandma sleeps in that room over there, it's not a safe direction. So those are the four things, okay? Uh, always make sure it's unloaded, treat every gun like it's loaded, keep your finger off the trigger, don't point your muzzle at anything you're not willing to destroy, and know what is behind and beyond your target. Copy that. And you, you learned this by just going to, to this range and, and training? Because I'm, I'm confused as to why cops, you know, approach situations with their fingers on the trigger. And you mm. learned this as a regular civilian. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just... Yeah, I mean, the thing is, obviously, cops don't uh, abide by the rules, which is why more rules for police officers don't always... It, they don't matter. So you say, oh, we're going to increase the rules, we're going to increase the penalty and all this other stuff. That doesn't really uh, have anything to do with anything because they don't listen. But these are the things that you're supposed to do um, um, every single time every single time so this is yeah this is the first one. and I love this gun I love this 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 is my first handgun um, I put night sights on it so these sights here um, actually glow in the dark um, because I keep my pistol ready and close to my bed and so in the dark I can find it without having to fumble because the sights actually glow um, yeah, this is great. Gen 3, Gen 3, Glock 19. Is it heavy? It is heavy. These weigh about, I guess this is probably about like three pounds, uh, three and a half pounds. And this is unloaded. So if you put, you know, if you put a magazine in it with bullets, it's going to add weight to it. Um, but yeah. So this is what you get, and when you and you know this comes when you buy a when you buy a gun like this, you're probably gonna get um, your gun obviously and get your magazine. Um, this came with an extra magazine, like so, and I bought a third one. I bought a third one. This is actually for the Glock 17, so it's a little bit longer, but I like it because it sticks out just a little bit, so that my pinky has a little extra room on the bottom to kind of rest. And the great thing about Glocks is that their magazines are interchangeable. So you can kind of like use the 19 Glock and the 17 Glock uh, magazines all at the same time. Oh, I think I had one of them in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> in Grand Theft Auto you had one? <laughs> not this. It's so long, it's like an extendo. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's not what this is. This is not an extended clip. <laughs> no, no. Um, in, in California, actually, all of your magazines for any gun that you have has a maximum capacity of 10, 10 rounds. So you you cannot get, even though these guns will hold 16 plus one, that means 16 in here and one in the chamber, in California they don't let you do that. So they give you this, they give you a nice um, speed loader to help you load your magazines here. We'll go over how to do this in another, in another show. And they also give you a lock because in California you cannot travel with your gun outside of a locked container. You must unload it and you must put it in a locked container uh, inside of your car. 
and that lock container is not your glove compartment and it's not your middle console. Even if they have a lock on them, you will still go to jail. So make sure you use your lock or get a third party lock um, safe or safe, I should say. And um, yeah, that's it. I think every week what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk a little more about different firearms that I own and different safety things that I've picked up recently and kind of the training that I do when I go to the range. Uh, we're gonna talk about proper grip because the one thing I see even in movies, which is starting to drive me crazy, are people not gripping their pistol the right way. So we're gonna talk about how to grip the gun the correct way. Um, we're gonna talk about safety, how to improve your accuracy, um, the different guns you should have for home defense, and any questions you might have, uh, we're gonna answer those. So. Okay, let's do a gun episode where I go to the range with you. Let's go, let's go, we ready whenever. Um, as a matter of fact, I might be going recent, uh, pretty soon, so. So we'll do it. Um, you got any questions for me? Mm, no. I, I think no. you have an incredible peace of mind with that thing. Yeah. You, so. you know what it is? It's, 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 repet <laughs> it's repetition. It's literally practice and repetition and knowing it. I tell everybody that your gun is a lot like a car. Like cars can very easily kill people if they're handled by the wrong people. You see people driving through crowds killing tons of people, see drunk drivers, everything like that. And that is not what you want. That's not what you want to do. So, um, yeah. Okay. All right, professor. You know what I mean? Guns are the same thing. So there you go. Um, we have time for an Ask Andrew. We want to do it or we want to save it for next week? Um, we might have hit him over the head. Yeah, let's save it. Let's save it. Next week we'll do a really cool Ask Andrew. Uh, thank you guys for stopping by. And uh, yeah, welcome to season two. Yay, season two. Oh, oh, oh. you want to tell them what's on the way? Oh, merch. Coming soon we have Brewski with Drewski merch. We're going to come out with some t-shirts, I believe some masks. Um, you do not want to miss out on uh, this merch. It is going to be quality stuff. And I can't wait to wear some, have some, and offer you guys some. It's gonna be a good time. Also, Beyond the Block is coming very, very soon. Um, I think probably in the next month and a half or so. I know the date, but I can't really give you guys a date. But you can watch it on uh, tastemade.com, which means um, the Tastemade app on your Apple TV. You can watch it on Amazon. You can go to YouTube TV and you'll be able to see it there. We got a full season of Beyond the Block, which is a great show that I host uh, coming out soon. And yeah, we cooking. We got the rest of Love and Listings coming out. We got like the second half of the season still to go. We cooking out here, son. We busy. We busy. Booked and busy. Booked and busy. <laughs> that was good. That was good. I love this one. Season two. Cool. Boom. I'll see you guys next week. Peace.